Hey, this is Lindsay. Thanks so much for joining me on the podcast. This episode is a quick conversation with Kathy Pronis. She is a renowned designer from New York, and she has some simple tips to help us focus our energy the next time we're hosting. She tells us five things that people generally notice when they come in our homes, and then she offers us some great ideas on how to really up-level those five things while also incorporating our own sense of style and personality in our interior. I hope you enjoy the episode. Welcome to the Stress Nanny Podcast. I'm your host, Lindsay Miller, and I'm delighted that you're here. My guest today is Kathy Pronis. She's the founder of Design Elevated, an architectural interior designer and writer, and her work has been featured widely. I'm so grateful Kathy sat down to have this brief conversation about interiors. A lot of times during the holidays or other times of the year, we can feel stress around having people over. Maybe we're worried about things about our house or wondering what people are paying attention to or looking at. And while you know that I am a non-judgmental soul, I think there can be a lot of stress that comes with just wondering what, what the take is on our space. Kathy's words will hopefully help you to get a little more comfortable with the home that you're comfortable in. Her biggest advice is to really own your space. And I'm excited to get into that a little bit more in our conversation today. What are five things that people judge about your house? The first is size. You know, people pull up and you have a big home. People are like, oh my gosh, you're so successful. And But big can also be bad and small can be chic. So it's even though people perceive it as it's no different than like the person dressed out in designer dibs the whole way through. Um, it's not about that. It's like you can have style and you can do it with Zara clothes if you want to. So um, even though size impresses people, it's not what I call like where you end up. It's just how you do it with style. Size and style are two different things. Does that make sense? Totally. Um, um, the next thing is your entrance. Like, what do you what do you put in your entrance? So, if you don't have a big home, mirrors. Put mirrors in your entrance. Like, it doubles your size. Mirrors are everything. I love mirrors. Smoke and mirrors. I used to say. And then also just light a candle. Do some flowers. Make your entrance the presentation of who you are. And it it could be anything from black and white photos of you and your family, like make it about you. Like what is it when people enter your home that becomes personal about you to them? Just, you know, I mean, that's really what we want to all be like. It's that easy. The third thing is the kitchen. We all end up in the kitchen. It's where memories are made. It's, what we we eat but it's really the five senses of the humanistic that's why you can touch taste smell hear like you hear the food being cooked the sizzling it's like everything all the five senses of the human are done in the kitchen not in the bathroom we won't talk about that (laughs) (laughs) i'm sorry but no but like it's what you like feel like it's like you're it's all those senses that really make us makes us humanistic and that's where it happens in the kitchen and people like oh the hearts in the kitchen and it's like well no one ever broke it down to the all the five senses are actually being met in the kitchen like that's why we love it 
That's such a good point. I'd never thought about it like that, but you're right. Like it, it is a full sensory experience in the kitchen and being able totally. to kind of connect to that is, yeah. is huge. First you feel it and you smell it. Like if someone's cooking bacon in the kitchen, I mean, I'm a vegetarian, but I'm just saying like you smell it. Then you go in and you can, you know, you hear it sizzling and then you taste it, you touch it. You know, it's, it's all that, like, that's why we end up there and no one's ever broken it down to that simple fact. Okay. So the next thing is the bathroom, even though we don't want all five senses in the bathroom, (laughs) (laughs) but when your guests have to go, um, you want them to go in a nice bathroom and it doesn't matter the size of your house, even though people judge you on that. It's like, what's in your bathroom and please get a nice candle so that, you know, it's like everybody has to go make it pretty, make it clean. Um, give them something, you know, to look at, put nice art and, and the bathroom that your guests go to that's when you can really like make it gold, get, get bold wallpaper, like go out there on the bathroom. I mean, and especially a powder room, powder rooms when you can really, I don't know, go, go creative. Like that's like the, the best part of that bathroom. And then the last thing, number five, of like what people will judge you on is I love this word, even though I didn't create it. It's just, just shit up, like clean up your house. No one wants to come in if your house is dirty or you have dishes in the sink or whatever. I mean, throw that stuff in a box and put it in your garage, just get it out for the time being and make your guests feel like I really love my home. Like I love living here. And I want you to be a part of it. And I have a personality because our home really is a reflection on our personality, especially after like what we're doing now, all this zoom calling, like you see people's backgrounds in their homes. Like, like it's, it, it really is a reflection of you, you, you know, be, yeah. make that you. And that's what it's all about. And if, if it's not you and you know what, be you and accept you and be chic and cool. And then everyone is going to love you. Love yourself first. Is that? Yeah. I really love that. Cause one of the things you do is work with clients who are hosting big events and kind of make sure everything is top notch before these events. Right. And so I love that you're bringing in that idea that you know, if you're comfortable in your own skin, if you're comfortable with your design and it's intentional based on what you like, want, you know, and and feel in your home, that that's going to come through and that that's the most important thing in all these five spaces, right? Yeah. And it's, it's kind of throughout life. I mean, that's okay. I'm from a small town. I grew up in nowhere, but I made it in New York because I was real and I owned my own skin, like own your own skin. And just say, you know what? I'm in a Zara dress or um, I do. And people are like, what? You really admitted that, Kathy? And it, no, just go in it. And when you own it, the world loves you. Really, that's, that's my bottom. Whether it's interiors, fashion, anything, like own who you are. And people 
will love the fact that you're authentic. Like that's all we really want. Yes. Yes, totally. That's fantastic. Well, and I think that one of the things that you, you bring up in the, you bring this up, I think a lot in the kitchen too, is this idea of just being present, like you being really present in your interior. Like, what does this feel like to me? And I love how you talked about the five senses because in, in terms of really sinking into our sensory experience in our own home. Sometimes we're so busy, right? We're like rushing around. We're trying to get meals ready. We're trying to clean up. We're just trying to go, go, go. And really settling into the felt sense of a space can really lend itself to that authenticity, right? Because we can know like, oh, this feels a little off or I just need to, you know, put a lamp here or in the kitchen, maybe your seating is a little wonky and you need to fix it up so that you can accommodate a different number of people or just have the kitchen flow better. And so giving ourselves the space to really just be present is important, right? Present is the presence. Like we all have a past and we have a future, but we live in the present. Like that's right where we are. I mean, Oprah's talked about this. Like I'm not the first one. It's just just be where you are and, and love where you are. And, you know, love yourself. Like sometimes people don't, you know, oh, I don't have a big enough home. I don't have this. I don't have that. It's not about that. It's like, it's about you. I mean, everybody's a special person, you know? Yeah. So, and celebrate that in your home being you. Yeah. Oh, I love that. Well, and, and you talk about, again, this idea of the size, because I think a lot of times we can get caught up on that, but an intentionally designed or an intentionally created space that is smaller. Sometimes that's a little more manageable too, right? Like you can really make it your own and you know what you want and need, but when you're trying to go big, it's sometimes it can be hard to figure out what, what you really want in all those spaces. Right. Yeah. And sometimes the people that have the big homes, they hire somebody else who gives them a design. That's not really them. It's not their personality. Like, your home should reflect your personality because it's where you live. I mean, it's really, like you said, it's the presence and that's, that's where you are. Like, let it be you. And sometimes I've just seen people be talked into like, Oh my God, my house is all blue and white. Well, is that really you? Or do you really like purple? Like, just like, make it about you. Purple's a cool color every color is cool, but you know what? Make it about you. Don't follow the stuff. Oh, I, you know, everybody's doing blue and white in the Hamptons. I got to do blue and white. Okay. If I see blue and white, uh, I'm going to throw up. (laughs) Not that it's not bad. It's just, it's like the standard. Don't be standard, be unique because we're all unique. What I'm saying is architecture and design is about the humanistic fact and it's no different than I am seeing that humanistic scale that like, you know, Lee Corbusier did. That's what we want. We all want to be part of ourselves and your home is a reflection of that. Like, yeah. 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 Well, and I love that you brought that up, especially in terms of just comparison, because I feel like that's rampant, especially, I mean, like you're pointing out with homes and feeling like I saw this on Instagram or I was, I was at somebody's house and I saw this and I think I need that too. Cause I really liked it without recognizing that like, maybe the reason you liked it is because it was really them. 
It was their space and authentic to them, right? Yeah. And you can be, be you. I mean, that's my message. If I can get one message across, um, you know, everybody's, everybody has a message. Everybody has a story and your house should reflect what that is, but just don't mess it up. Just shut up. I mean, there's just kidding. Like no one wants to see a messy house, even though like you can like have your messy. I'm just, you know, make it about you clean. Like everybody likes a clean home. Yeah. Like a tidy, whatever your tidy authentic self is. Yeah, exactly. Like same thing with zoom calls. When you see somebody with a messy background in the background, you're like, okay, fix that. Right. Like we've all done that. Okay. You're in your pajamas and, and whatever, like, no, like dress for the part, you know, you're on a zoom call and whatever, like, um, but also be you. There's nothing, I mean, and that's why it's interesting. It's like, yeah, do people really judge you? Maybe they judge you, but at the same time, don't let it affect you because you are a special person, whoever you are on this planet. Does that? Yeah. Yeah. No. And I, I think that you bring up Zoom, and I think that's a really good point also. How, how do you encourage people to create a background that's authentic to them? You do like pictures, plants, because it's such a small little space, right? As we're talking, my background is just white behind me. But what are your, do you have any top tips for that? Like how to create a, a I mean, small little vignette behind you? Like try to do something that, you know, in, in some aspects as a perspective, but some people sit in their offices and then it's like, what books do they read? And then people start looking at your books. <laughs> it's like, okay, no, you don't want that. Um, you definitely you don't want to be at the bar in your house or whatever. So you're like, what alcohol are you drinking? No, we don't want that. It's like, you know, what art do you have? What is it about you that like, but look at it, like do the reflection on the Zoom thing, get, get a mirror light, wear red lipstick. It totally helps. But just what's, what do you want people to know about you? Like, I guess it really does reflect. I mean, I was on a zoom call the other day and this woman had a picture and I'm like, Oh my gosh, it's a, it's a picture of a skull. And she's like, no. And she had it angled on the zoom thing and she showed it to me. And she's like, my daughter did this when she was five. Oh. And I'm like, it's not even a skull. Like, but, but the way the perspective had it in the mm-hmm. Zoom call looked like this cool painting of a skull. Like, but it wasn't. Like, so sometimes the way you place things on your Zoom call can completely um, affect how you see it. Yeah. Yeah, that's a really good point. That's a really good point. Can we go back to the kitchen real quick? Because one of the things I love that you say is, let the food be the main event and kind of let everything else be a little more neutral. Can you speak to that? Yeah. My thing about the kitchen and trust me, I've worked with, you know, Christopher Peacock is the couture person of kitchens. Like he does the best kitchens. He started out with all white kitchens. So white is what people like. It's clean. And then your food is your main event. Like let that become what you want. Um, you know, white cabinets, white countertops, um, white floors, but 
you know, recently there's been a trend in gray. So people have done gray and which is fine. It's a neutral, the food's still the main event. So my thing is just let your kitchen be neutral so that the food is the main event. And then, like I said, that's where you, you all come together and you actually make memories in your kitchen. Yeah. Yeah. That's so powerful. So if someone's listening right now and they're saying to themselves, okay, Kathy, this is sounds really good. I love the idea of making it authentic to myself, but I don't even know what I like, you know, maybe they've been so busy looking out around at what other people do or trying to mimic different styles that they're not as in touch with their own sense of style. Do you have any insight on how they can start to connect with that? Um, okay. Well, first it's like, okay, who are you? I mean, the way you dress is kind of your sense of style. I totally believe it starts with your own fashion sense of how, what you put on every day. And that reflects in your interior. Like, you know, when I, you don't dress like your friend or maybe you do, I don't know, but um, it's what you put on and then let that be your reflection of style. And, you know, like I said, in the entrance, put a mirror in, not that you need to check yourself out when you leave, but maybe you want to, but it just changes the size. Um, you know, do the neutrals in the kitchen, Let even if you order in from takeout or whatever, let the food be the main event in your kitchen and let it be neutral. Um, you know, keep your house clean and organized. Like you're just, you get things done faster when it's organized. Yeah. Start with how you dress. Like it's, it's who you are and be yourself in your interiors. I know you, we all get inspired by things and you can do that. And I hope you feel comfortable in it, but you know, have a reflection of you. Like, what is it? A, I mean, I don't know you. I mean, what's your favorite color? Let me just ask you that. What's your favorite color? Yeah, it actually is purple. Purple. Okay. <laughs> See purple. Like let something about a room become the purple. Like that's cool. I mean, I love purple. Yeah. So, yeah. No, and it, I, I love that you're saying like that it might feel a little bold at first, but when you settle into it, because it is inherently your sense of style that you, you'll feel comfortable there. And that comfort is going to resonate out from you through your interior to anyone who comes into your interior. Yeah. And people ask me if I have a style and I'm like, I don't have a style because I have a sense of place. It's like mm-hmm. sense of place. Like Everybody can Google me, my 50s house in the Hamptons. I made it back into the 50s. I bought a 50s sofa from eBay. So cute. <laughs> I recovered it, you know, and the rug. Okay, that rug ended up pink only because the original rug came in, which I saved from another house and it came in, it was faded and whatever. And I told the guys to put it back on the truck. I'm like, this is just awful. And then I'm like, well, the pink rug that I was going to put in my daughter's room. What if it looks cool in the living room? You know what I mean? Like, that's what I'm saying. Your purple could be awesome on a rug or on a sofa and how that can totally make a space even better. Like I'm, I'm glad I didn't go with the original neutral rug, which was ugly and went back on the truck, 
Um, I did pink and now we stylize pink hydrangeas around. I mean, we do, we do everything yeah. around that rug and it's totally cheap. It's a knockoff. Um, you can get it on Wayfair. Like I'm telling you, style doesn't have to be expensive. You don't, you don't have to spend a lot of money. I'm, I'm not for that. I'm, I'm for cheap and good is better than lots of money and bad. Yeah. Well, and then good being something that resonates with you. Like yeah. you said, something you love that you can kind of work around because you feel inspired by it. Sounds like with the rug, the inspiration just kind of flowed. You put yeah. that piece in there and then you were able to tie in a lot of other things. I can relate to that in, in my space as well. I had a, yeah, just some pieces that are like, oh, this and this naturally just kind of flows with it. And so being able to anchor your interior to like a few things you really love and mm-hmm. then letting the other pieces kind of gather and find, find resonance there. Yeah. So, um, but if you love purple, like, I don't know, do a cool, cool space with purple, like, and it can even be purple plates in your white kitchen, you know, like how you, like your kitchen can be white, but your purple can come in and be part of your aspect, or it can be part of your bathroom or whatever. It can be your bedspread. I don't know. Whatever it makes you make, make it you. Does that? Yeah. I love that. Yeah. That's yeah. that's the whole thing. And design, you know, we can all have fabulous. And I watched this show on the plane back to New York and I'm like, okay, it's like architectural, it's cold, it's concrete. Uh, there's no texture. There's no love in it. Or sometimes they throw really ugly furniture in it. Um, the, the thing about a space is it needs warmth. I mean, we all want to, be that little baby when we're born wrapped up in the little swaddling baby blanket. We want that in interiors because we want to feel safe. We want to, I mean, that's what a home should be is to, I feel safe. Like work is a whole nother story. Eh, I got to like perform another, um, but your home needs texture and a t- sense of touch. We're all humans. We all want to be touched. And Talk so- to me a little more about that idea of warmth. I love the idea of your interior kind of wrapping you, wrapping you up as you come into it. But like, that's okay. So when you think about texture, it's, it's the rug. It's like how your foot feels on the surface. Um, it's how you sit. And what is the texture that I'm sitting in? Is it warm? Um, you know, and then it's the lighting and, does the lighting, you know, is it dimmable? Does it make me, you know, feel cozy? Like you want all those things. It's like texture, touch, and lighting all come together. I mean, that's what makes your interior. And it's that simple. I mean, I think the best thing is lamps, like old lamps with the standard A bulb that you buy at Kmart. These LED lights, I can't dim them. They're so complicated. Everybody looks blue. I know. I'm like, babe, we have got to get the ones that have the yellow light. I cannot handle this much blue light in our house. So, I mean, it's like everybody looks ugly. You don't look good. I mean, in the yellow light, you all look good. Like the old lamps. I, I love it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and just this brings us back around to mindfulness as we kind of finish up this idea that like when we, when we bring a sense of presence into the interior, 
we can really connect with what is soothing, you know, what our senses tell us about the space and then owning that and like making adjustments as needed. Like, ah, this doesn't feel soft or this doesn't feel welcoming to me. What do I need to do to move in that direction? And all of it is really sensory. And I think we can get a little bit lost in our thoughts around it, especially in terms of comparison or worry or judgment, instead of just tuning into our senses, being present in our interior, and then going from there and trusting our instincts. Yeah, that's totally trust your instincts. And sometimes you can love a picture in a magazine, but it's like, what dissect it? Like, what is it you love about that picture? Like maybe there's a purple rug in it and that's what you like because you like purple. So you like that room or is it the lighting or is it, is it the texture? Like dissect the picture that you see in a magazine and say, what is it that makes me feel good? And then that's what you need to take out of it. Like, and make it about you. Does that, yeah. It's totally office spaces. I've done tons of office spaces. No one cares. It's all corporate. It's all money, whatever. When you go into your home, it's humanistic. Like it's how you want to feel. Yeah. Yeah. And it's such a great point about dissecting it. Cause I, I think I do that sometimes in stores too, where I'll love a piece and I'll be like, Oh, I really love that lamp or that vase or whatever. And then I'll look at it and I'll, and I'll do what you said. Like, what do I love about it? Yeah. And then do I love it as a piece on its own? Or do I love it as something in my space? And sometimes I just love it for its artistic value or its color. And I don't yeah. actually love it in my space. I just love it. Like sitting there on the shelf. And so I walk past it and, you know, look at the next thing. But I think that that's like you said about the magazines, when we see someone else's space, really diving into like, Oh, what, what do I love about it? And then how does that apply to me and my tastes and preferences? Yeah. And so understand it's kind of almost like understanding you It's like the psychology of interiors. There is a I mean, I know people study psychology and everything, but there is a psychology of architecture and like, it's, that's exactly what people need to understand. There is something about you that when you fall in love with something and you want it, then go for it or buy it. Or if it touches you, then that's great. And don't, um, don't worry about people judging you. Like, it's not, it's not about that. It's like, yeah. I love that. It's, it's those, it's those things like size, size. Um, you know, people judge that also, if you turn your lights on at night and you make your whole house look big, that's another tip. So your house looks bigger. If you want that tip, um, like I said, entrance, put in mirrors, smoke and mirrors. It looks bigger. Your kitchen is where everybody's going to end up. So, you know, think of those five senses your bathroom, just, you know, have, have fun in your powder room. If you have one, if you don't um, just realize where your guests are going to go and, and have something interesting for them. And like I said, the last thing, number five is just, just shit up, like get flowers, candles, um, hide that mess. If it's in drawers or in your garage, like clean it up and, And if there's a color that inspires you, well, then I want to inspire you to use it within your space. Because if 
and purple. I love purple. Purple's the color for your third eye and the chakra. Um, you know, use the colors to give you inspiration too. And if you, and, and if you love it, your guests are going to love it. Like own it, just own it. Yeah. Oh, Kathy, this has been so great. Thank you so much for your time and for joining us today on the podcast. What, as we go, what, um, are some ways people can connect with you and your work? And I know you have your new blog up, so let's talk about that. So my new blog is coolkathy.com. Yeah. Great. Well, thank you so much for your time today. This has been a pleasure. I appreciate it. Yeah. Remember just be you. Love it. Like that's about it. That's all it's about. Thanks so much for joining me on the podcast today. I hope there were some tidbits in here that will help you to focus your energy the next time you're hosting. I know it can be stressful if we haven't hosted in a while or if we're feeling overwhelmed about a lot of details around our house or having people over. And I hope this episode just gave you a few things to focus on. You know, just pick one of those things she talked about and put some energy there to have a big impact the next time you have people over. Thanks again for your support of the podcast. If you enjoy it, I would really appreciate it if you would leave a review. I only have 20 reviews right now, and I know I have a lot more listeners out there than that. So if you haven't reviewed the podcast, will you please go on and review it? And if you feel like you have a friend who would benefit from listening, please, please share. Thanks again for being here. Until next time.